0: Welcome to X-Files Podcast, a podcast about breakups, broken hearts, and moving on. I'm Janice Formichella, a breakup coach passionate about supporting others to heal from their breakups, overcome loneliness, love being single, and see the end of a relationship as the beginning of a magical new chapter in life. I am here each week To share with you the tools that I have learned through my own painful breakups, through hitting rock bottom more than once, and through working with people all around the world to heal their broken hearts. If you are looking for hope and strength to move on from your breakup and resources to enjoy your new single life, you are in the right place, and I've got your back. Welcome to a mini episode, everybody. I am excited to let you know that I am doing a mini episode this week because I am creating content from Auckland, New Zealand. How exciting is that? I am doing my semi-solo travel thing And have flown from Denver to see guest co-host and good friend of the show and good friend of mine, Jesse Marie. And I also saw a close friend um, from Melbourne for a couple of days um, who I haven't seen since I left Australia three and a half, almost four years ago. And I'm just having a really, really special time. And I am also podcasting on the go. And that is because I'm really dedicated to not skipping weeks here at X-Files and making sure that I'm here every single Tuesday to give you as much support as I can. Um, I'm also a very disciplined, goal-oriented person. And <laughs> I made the commitment for to the Tuesday thing a long time ago, and I want to keep my streak going. So I've thought and thought and thought about what I might share this week. Week, I had two other episodes that are actually completely in the works, but I felt really compelled to kind of switch gears, which we have to do sometimes in life and when we travel. And something that really came up as I was preparing to fly from Denver to Auckland is that things don't always go as planned, and we are always best served to have a lot of compassion for ourselves. <laughs> Some things fell through and some things didn't go the way that I planned or that I wanted. And a lot of things just didn't make for optimal productivity as I was preparing for my trip. And I realized that the episode that I was meant to drop today, which was reclaiming your space after a breakup, was going to be really taxing on me to complete. I really throw a lot into these episodes and do a lot of research and planning and And I decided to just toss that out. And I meditated on what to prepare instead. As I said, I'm fully committed to doing these weekly episodes. And it was a little tempting to skip. um, But I thought something else is going to come to me that's going to feel a lot easier and a lot more joyful. And This is just a reminder to you, always go easy on yourself when you feel brokenhearted about anything, uh, breakup or otherwise. When I arrived in New Zealand, um, it occurred to me that I'd like to talk once again about my favorite breakup song. Music has been really instrumental in a lot of my healing journeys throughout my entire life. And there are a couple songs in particular that really stand out to me as kind of like being on the soundtrack of of my life. This particular song is one that I stumbled upon on Pandora radio, if you can believe it, um very soon after I separated from my husband many years ago. <laughs> <laughs> the song is called Daffodil Lament by the Cranberries. Yay. I have talked about this before on the show, if you've been a longtime listener, um, but I thought it might be fun to go into an um, entire episode on what it meant to me. Before I go into why this is my favorite song, I want to remind or let everyone know that my divorce was one of the most devastating experiences of my life up to that point. And it remains in one of probably the top positions of as far as devastation goes in what has been a a pretty dramatic and not always happy life that I've lived um, thus far. I'm in an amazing place now, but it took a lot of stumbles along the way and it took me a long place to get to um, the amazing space where I'm at right now. I was very passionately in love with my husband for, for many years. I think in the end that, that faded, but for many years, he was really, really, really my person. We got married really young and. We got, we got together pretty soon after I'd walked away from the Mormon church and I, you know, had completely lost my community. I lost the support of even my family and he really became my absolutely everything. We had a very enmeshed relationship. (laughs) If I ever did let myself think about what it would be like to leave the relationship, I just was absolutely not able to picture how I could go on on my own. And although it was a very passionate relationship with a lot of love, we actually had problems pretty early on and fought pretty early on. And the possibility of walking away was something that I was just it was absolutely out of of the question. There were many times that I perhaps could have left and perhaps should have left. Um, Some pretty heavy stuff went on, like I said, pretty early on. Um, And it was my insistence on forcing the relationship that probably even deepened some of the issues. The last two years of the marriage were super difficult. And the last year was one of the worst times of my life, probably right up there. I can probably. Think of three times that were the hardest, and this was one of them. We were both unhappy, and he had definitely become someone that I didn't know and someone I didn't want to know. Like I said, we got married young, and you know, between the ages of 20 and 30, you change a lot, and we both did. I had moments in that last year where I started to accept that things were either going to need to end or I was going to be setting myself up for years of misery and ultimately it came down to the possibility of even completely betraying myself because of some of what he was asking for and demanding to to maintain the relationship. So so ultimately we did separate and then we did divorce and this it was partially because I was going through this internal struggle that I wasn't able to go through anymore. So I heard the song, as I said, shortly after we separated, and the first time that I heard it, I just completely stopped what I was doing. I was immediately struck by the beautiful opening. The opening is a combination of sultry and reflective and hopeful. The lyrics just took my breath away, especially if not completely because of what I was going through. It was exactly how I felt about my relationship and how I had felt about pretty much the last year of, of living with this person. I'm going to take a really quick break and then I'll come back to tell you all about it. Hi again, everyone. So let's get into the opening verse of my favorite breakup ballad. As I mentioned, I was living in a lot of sadness related to the person who I thought was my person when I first heard it. And by the way, he was my person for a while. He helped me through a lot, and I'm really thankful for the support that he gave me, especially when I left the Mormon faith. But just because a person is your person in the moment or at a time in your life doesn't necessarily mean that it won't eventually come to an end, also for a reason. Let's talk about the lyrics, and you may see why they touched me so much. The first verse reads, Holding on, that's what I do, since I met you. It won't be long. Would you notice if I left you? And it's fine for some, because you're not the one. You're not the one. I feel a little emotional even reading this. So when I heard this... Um, I was absolutely captivated just like from the beginning. Okay. How many of us have sacrificed parts of ourselves to keep someone happy while all along they never even noticed that the core of what makes us us had already left? I felt like my soul was damaged in this relationship. I felt that I had lost a lot of the zest for life that I had and I had often wondered if my husband was even aware of that. And that isn't love. It's not a healthy relationship. In my marriage, I dealt with gaslighting and manipulation that caused me to make a decision to either choose the structure of marriage or to choose myself. At a certain point, I had to accept that it wasn't At a certain point, I had to accept that it wasn't the true me that he was in love with anymore, and it wasn't the true essence of me that he was clinging to. And here is the lesson from this part of the song and my story. When we are in unhealthy relationships, we often need to make a choice between the relationship and between staying true to ourselves. The next line reads, all night long, laid on my pillow. These things are wrong. I can't sleep here. The next lyrics so perfectly describe the inner turmoil that I was going through at the time. I dreaded him coming to bed. I was walking on eggshells so as not to upset him. I would be excited about our dates one m- moment and then going home alone because I had upset him. I was begging for forgiveness constantly, for innocent remarks, or for innocent actions, you know, just to calm him down. And I knew it was wrong. I really got to a point where I knew something really wrong was going on. Have you ever experienced that in a relationship? Have you ever forced yourself to push things out of your mind? Well, don't fret, my pets. The song and the story gets better. There's a beautiful interlude that I would play for you if I could. I have not figured out copyright and trademark stuff as far as sharing music goes, and I don't really have time for that this week, so (laughs) it is just gorgeous. Please go and listen to it after this episode. It instills in the listener that something good is about to happen. And then, of course, my favorite lyrics of the song. They read, I have decided to leave you forever. I have decided to start things from here. Thunder and lightning won't change what I'm feeling. And the daffodils look lovely today. The daffodils look lovely today. I love this part of the song because when I heard the lyrics, I felt so much peace. For a long time, I had felt that the relationship wasn't worth all the problems we were having. I felt sick to my stomach constantly. There was so much drama, so much tension. The gaslighting had gotten to a point where I felt trapped. And yes, as with gaslighting, I felt often that I was going crazy. And I often felt so confused by some of his words and some of his behaviors. I said, like, what are you talking about? So often that I can still hear the arguments in my head years later. I can still feel in my body how much tension I felt during those arguments if I allow myself to think about it. It's really inside of me, um, as you know, trauma is for a lot of us. And yet, <laughs> losing him was the most painful thing I had ever experienced. Knowing that our marriage was over was terrifying, and it left a void in my heart. That's it, it really hard to explain. Um, however, I think that a lot of you listening can probably understand it. But at the same time, again, I had moments of clarity. Here and there, I had moments of peace. Here and there, I had the whole, you know, things are going to be okay moments. And each time I held on to them, I let myself feel what it felt like to have that come rush in. And sometimes it was super short-lived, but I I, I stopped and I ex- experienced it in my body and my mind. With time, I got more and more used to embracing these moments, and then they came more frequently. The more familiar things are, the more that you can allow them into your life. Are you going through a breakup right now. Here are some takeaways from Daffodil Lament that you can use this week to heal and move on. First, you deserve to be in a functional, happy, loving, joyous relationship. It is not worth it to deal with constant drama and it is not worth it to be mistreated. The nagging feeling that something isn't right and that it is time to walk away is as good of a reason to leave as any. I think that there are a lot of people out there, a lot of people I've worked with, a lot of listeners who perhaps didn't go through as much drama and conflict as I did in my marriage. And I want you to know that that's okay. If you feel to leave, that's also a perfectly good reason. Second, breakups of all types take a lot of courage. Regardless of the reasons for your breakup, deciding to accept things and deciding to move on takes courage. It's going to be challenging and it's going to be really hard to put this behind you. And committing to the road ahead means that you are brave and it will make you even braver. Third, this breakup is the beginning of a brand new beginning. (laughs) The world is open to so many possibilities right now. You get to make so many of your own choices about how you want your life to look. And then you get to take so much power back to make it happen. Do not let this chance pass you by. Fourth, If you are really struggling, I'd love you to think of one thing that the relationship or the breakup took from you. What did you enjoy doing at one point that you either lost interest in or haven't done as much? What was something that you found you put by the wayside because of spending so much time with your partner? Or What was something that you stopped doing in the aftermath of the breakup because you found yourself feeling so sad and devastated? I think we can all think of something (laughs) and please do give this and please do ponder on this and then go and spend some time doing that this week or giving that to yourself. And fifth. I'd love you to try and think about all the things that this breakup has given you. Let this be your version of noticing how lovely the daffodils look. We all gain something when a relationship ends. I know that that is hard to believe right now, but it's 100% true, without exception. This is for multiple reasons, including that relationships end because they are not working. So at the very least, you have gained the opportunity to be in a relationship that is that. So at the very least, you have gained the opportunity to be in a relationship that is working or has more promise to work. And that is the relationship that you have with yourself. <laughs> I had fun with this. Um, I'd love just coming on here and, you know, and chit-chatting. And I I love that I've gotten more comfortable with less scripted content. And um, I really love my audience. I love engaging with you and sharing uh, my life. And thank you so much for letting me share this song with you. It really makes the crazy things that I have been through and put myself through in my life worth it when I can use my experience to help others and to give others hope. I certainly have made a lot of mistakes in my life, and I've been through a lot of growth. Maybe that's a a more positive way to put it. (laughs) And not much of it has been easy. I know that a lot of you are going through things that aren't easy right now, too. That's why you're listening. And I'm so glad that you're here. And you know what? If you can rise above it, you will have the opportunity to help others, even by your example. And if you'd like to help others to find support through the show, please leave me a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. A little shameless plug there. (laughs) And if you'd like more support, hit me up on Instagram to learn about breakup coaching. And with that, I'm going to go and enjoy the Auckland sunshine and probably sit outside at one of their garden bars and edit this and get it ready for everybody. And I will look forward to seeing you next week. Thank you for listening to X-Files Podcast. I sincerely hope that you found today's episode inspirational or useful. I would love to support you on your healing journey. All you have to do is send me a message through the X-Files Instagram account and I will personally be in touch to get you started. Remember, if you are struggling with a broken heart, your feelings are temporary. I am sending you so much love and luck for the week ahead. You've got this.